Bonjour and bienvenue to Lulabelle's Francophiles. Je m'appelle Lou, and this is the place to come to keep your Frenchy vibes going and help you lose yourself in France without even leaving home. In each episode, we chat about our French experiences with guests who live in Australia, France, and around the world and share ideas for how to stay connected to the Francophile within you. Now, I have been following today's guest for some time on Instagram. He is a photographer with a brilliant French story to tell. Bonjour, Jeremy. Ça va? Bonjour, madame. Ça va très bien, et vous? Ça va bien aussi, merci. Now, Jeremy, I have been dreaming of Paris whilst looking through your Insta posts that focus on the skyline and the rooftops of Paris. They are just amazing. Where did your passion for photography start? Oh, very easy thing. My father is a photographer, is retired now, but I think the passion uh, is coming from him. Uh, we're doing different things. I'm doing architecture in Paris. He was doing more like wedding thing or portrait, yeah. things like this. So very different. But I think it came from uh, from my dad. Gorgeous. I suppose when you see it every day at home, you realize that you, you know you know the pitfalls, you know the good and the bad. And if you still want to do it, you know that it's actually meant for you. Now, are you based in Paris all the time? I am based in Paris. I live outside Paris. I'm in central Paris, but I'm commuting every day to work to Paris or to do photography in Paris. Do you get to regional France very often? Uh, no, really. I'm traveling to France, but not for photography. I'm focusing on Paris, mainly on rooftop of Paris. Well, I wanted to ask you, how did the focus of photographing Parisian rooftops come about? Um, I've been introduced on the rooftop station by one of the guys I was following on Instagram. He, I was liking his post and we were talking a little bit. And one day, surprisingly, he asked me if I wanted to join him on a rooftop session. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said yes, but I was very scared because I didn't experience that <laughs> before. And uh, I have a massive vertigo. I'm scared. <gasps> of height. Oh, so my goodness. I was terrifying. I didn't sleep the day before. I was very worried about the situation, but... Yeah. I met this guy, uh, Romain, that's his name. I met him the day before and uh, we went on a rooftop. That was a very weird experience because the weather was very terrible. It was rainy. I was very scared. I didn't know him. Yes. So I didn't know, I didn't know if I could trust him. Absolutely. But yeah, we went on a rooftop and that was probably my easiest session on a rooftop. Well, I was going to ask you, do you actually get out onto the roof or are you usually photographing through a window? So most of the time we're going on the rooftop, mm-hmm. but I'm sometimes doing photography from windows. Like when I'm working with some hotels, they don't really have access to their rooftop. So of course, I'm doing photography by their windows, which is almost the same. But the experience is very different. It's actually very easier to do photography by windows than on the rooftop. <laughs> I can imagine. You mentioned the weather just before. I saw a post of yours a couple of days ago and it was on the rooftop of the Gallery Lafayette. I had a drink up there on a warm day when I was in Paris, but your shots are in the snow. So do you shoot in all weather? When it rains or when it snows, like two days ago in Paris, I, re- I usually don't do it. Mm. Um, I had a chance to go on the rooftop of the Gallery Lafayette because I'm working there. So Why? I was I was working, started to snow, and I went on a rooftop, even if it was close for... <laughs> Everybody, even employees. But I went there and, yeah, that was a nice experience as well. But usually, no, when the weather is no nice, I don't, I don't go. No. 
So you seem to capture the sense of the private lives of Paris in your shots. I don't know if that's intentional, but I always feel like I'm looking into someone's private life when I look at your shots. Have you ever come across any surprises whilst you're photographing up there? Oh, so many surprises. You can't imagine. <laughs> I'm not sharing these surprises on Instagram, obviously, but yeah, no. so, so many things. Uh, naked people or yes. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I try to respect a bit of uh, privacy, but people, they don't know that you're here on the rooftop. They don't check by the window if there's someone out. So No. And every now and again, I'll see in a shot, you know, that you've got the beautiful warmth of their life inside the windows with the glow from the light coming outside. And you'll see sometimes there's somebody standing outside having a cigarette hanging outside a window or there's a cat sitting on a corner somewhere or there's some little snippets of life. And I love that. I love that it feels like it's just a regular night and you are kind of feeling like you're in in the middle of Paris and feeling like you're a part of it, even though we're so far away. So it's lovely that you can bring that to people all around the world with your Insta posts, I think. Where has been the most interesting place in Paris that you have photographed? Recently, I went on the BHV. It's like a department store in Paris, one of the famous ones. I went on this rooftop with one of my uh, photographer friends, uh, Raphael Metivet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on this rooftop and that was, for me, the most beautiful view I ever seen in Paris. That was mm-hmm. incredible. Like, well, I've experienced different views on rooftops mm-hmm. and this one was amazing. That's definitely my favorite one. So mm-hmm. I have this one and I have also another, um, another one. My first rooftop session was incredible. First time you go on a rooftop in Paris, you're like, wow, that's another word. That's very different. You see the city very different. Yes. And, uh, yeah, these two experiences are probably my favorite one. And, uh, you would feel like you're on top of the world, I imagine. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You you very see the city in, in a different way. So how do you access the rooftops? Do you have to go through people's homes to get out there or are there manholes on the roof? How does it work? That's a good question. So usually I'm, uh, this is not good, but don't, don't do it, don't do it. I'm uh, <laughs> following people. They don't know I'm just behind them, but I'm following them when they're entering the, the building and then, we're trying to find access on the top floor. Sure. And is it slippery out there? Because I know that a lot of the French rooftops are zinc. So if you're standing actually out on the roof or some of them are slate, is it slippery? Do you have to wear special gear? Not really. Yeah. It's, it's slippery when it rains, but like I said before, I'm not going on rooftop when it, when it rains. No. But not like a normal weather, it's not slippery. If you, if you walk slowly, if you just... Yes, That's just fine. being careful. And do you have to wear a harness or ropes or do you tie yourself onto anything in case you do slip? Uh, professional, they, they have to wear that. They have to wear this, but as I'm not professional, I don't wear anything. <laughs> I'm that with sneakers, my jean and my jacket. So <gasps> I don't take any risk. Me, I don't take risk, but I know the photographers, they're, they're probably going to be too far sometimes. So Sure. I can say, having gone through your... Insta posts that you are getting the most outstanding photos without taking those risks, but still getting out on the rooftop. So if there's a way to do it without actually making yourself at risk of falling off, then terrific. And you're doing it and getting a great product and a great photo in the end. So you yeah. know, I think that's clearly a good thing because your safety pretty much has to be first priority, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So do you go out with somebody else or are you on your own doing this? Uh, we have a team. We are usually three or sometimes four. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't. I won't go on, on rooftop on my own. It's, it's too dangerous and it's 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 noisy. You need help sometimes when you have to climb or something. And it's always safer when you are two or three. Uh, I'm going with uh, Rafael. 
Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the session with him and uh, Ludovic, mm-hmm. another guy doing rooftop uh, photography. We're mm-hmm. like a trio. Sometimes we're adding another person. Um, everybody know each other in this world in Paris. So did you like to climb as a child? I know you said earlier that the very first time you went up on a rooftop, you kind of thought, oh, no, this is not for me because I'm, I'm getting vertigo. But did you used to climb as a kid? No, 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 at all, no. <laughs> that, that's very rested than climbing um, Parisian buildings. As I said before, I'm very scared of it. So every time I'm getting on a rooftop session, I'm always, like, worried. Yes. I'm thinking about it all the day. Yes. But uh, when I'm on the rooftop, I'm fine. But, yeah. Right. But I'm still doing it because the experience is amazing. Incredible. I mean, I really yeah. love it when I'm yeah. on the rooftop. But... Have you always lived in Paris? Did you grow up there? I grew up in the suburb of Paris. Uh, I'm outside of Paris. I lived in England for f- uh, three years and a half. Mm-hmm. That was four years ago. Uh, and I came back. I yeah, never really lived in Paris, always outside Paris. Yeah. But within reach to commute in. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like half an hour from Paris. So apart from your Insta page, where else is your work displayed? Um, I'm sharing my photography on Facebook, but just for my like close friend or family, sure. but I don't share my photos anywhere, just on Instagram. And do you get asked by hotels or other businesses to do photos for them? There are two ways with hotels, or they're asking us to, to, to come and to do photos and we're sharing down stories. Sure. Or I'm asking some hotels, like... Uh, beautiful ones obviously sure to to go in their hotel and to access to their top suite yeah. or to their rooftop that's why you were asking me about windows photo this is where i'm doing my um, photo from windows so yeah there's did, different ways to work with hotel i did see one where you were photographing the eiffel tower and i was going to ask you whether that's something that most people want because i love that you photograph the real paris homes and the rooftops as well as the icons like the tour eiffel and the and sacre coeur mm-hmm. do most people seem to want iconic paris landmarks in their photos do you think and to have the cliche or do they prefer the real feel of parisian life i think like people from other countries they want to see the the real life in paris because mm. everybody know the eiffel tower everybody know, like the louvre museum mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. something very common everybody mm-hmm. know this mm. Um, and I think people want to know how people live in Paris. Mm. Like you say, people smoking at a window, people smoking at a balcony. People mm. want to see that, the, the real life of Paris, mm. and not necessarily the Eiffel Tower or mm. famous things like this. When we look at your photos, they look quintessentially French all the time. And I'm wondering whether French people realise how they look to the rest of the world. I'm not doing like this very French photography, mm. like, you know, a glass of wine, croissant, and mm. some, I don't know, baguette. I'm not doing this kind of photo weird, which are very cliche. You know, sometimes those cliches, though, that we think are cliches, they are the real life. Yes, definitely they are. Yeah. They are real life. When you see That's someone true. riding on a bike down in the street that you're photographing or when you see someone in their apartment there or, or in, having breakfast and eating croissant – they're not doing it f- to be a postcard. They're doing that because that's the real life. Yeah, they're doing it because they're, that's real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you said to me earlier that your photography is done at night. How are you going doing that when you've got a lockdown at the moment? That's a very difficult thing to do. Um, we're lucky because uh, it's winter time, so the sun set at like I don't know half past five. But okay. as we have the lockdown at six o'clock now, that's that's a very impossible mission. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not doing photography at the moment. Hopefully the situation will be so very soon. But, yeah, for the moment, I'm... Yeah. 
Now, in every episode of Little Bell's Francophiles, we ask for the guest's favourite French food or dish. Do you have a favourite, Jeremy? I do, I do. Let's talk about breakfast. Uh, <laughs> okay. Petit déjeuner. Wait. Petit déjeuner. I'm a big fan of croissant, obviously. <gasps> mm-hmm. Croissant and pain au chocolat as well, but more croissant. I'm having a croissant every morning. I'm very <gasps> French for this. Oh, fabulous. A pain au chocolat is just sensational. It yeah. is. But what about the croissant? I think <laughs> it's even better. It's even better. But you can do what, what, what you can do. You can do croissant and a pain chocolat. And a pain chocolat. Really, oh, my goodness. ready for your day. Yes, I do love it. I love it. All of it. We also ask if there's any French music that you listen to. So do you have any French artists that you can recommend for our listeners? Oh, yes. Mm, Alain Bachung is like a poet for me. They're mixing words all together. That's very beautiful. It's something you really stay on your chair and you listen properly. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything else. Really focus on the lyrics and that's beautiful. And is there a particular song that you would like for us to listen to? Mm, yes. There is La Nuit Je Mont, The Night I'm Live. Which is my favorite. D'accord. La nuit, je m'en. That sounds wonderful. Well, merci pour votre chat avec moi, Jeremy. It has been fascinating to delve into your world momentarily. Merci beaucoup for that. C'était un plaisir, madame. Au revoir et à bientôt. Au revoir. À bientôt à Paris. Oh, j'espère. Ouais. And here is La nuit, je m'en by Alain Bachin. On m'a vu dans le verre corps. Sauter à l'élastique Voleur d'enfort Au fond des criques J'ai fait la cour à des murennes J'ai fait l'amour J'ai fait le mort T'étais pas né À la station balnéaire Tu t'es pas fait prier J'ai des gants de crainte, je zère. Pour un peu, je trempais. Histoire d'eau. La nuit, je mens, je prends des trains à travers la plaine. La nuit, je mens, je m'en lave les mains. J'ai dans les bottes des montagnes de questions Où subsiste encore ton écho Où subsiste encore ton écho J'ai fait la saison dans cette boîte crânienne Tes pensées, je les faisais miennes Seulement t'accaparer L'estrade en estrade J'ai fait danser Dans de malentendus Des kilomètres de vie en rose Un jour au cirque Un autre a cherché à te plaire Presseur de loulou Dynamiteur d'accueil Je prends des trains à travers la plaine La nuit je mens Et effrontement 
Et dans les bottes des montagnes de questions Où subsiste encore ton écho Où subsiste encore ton écho On m'a vu dans le verre corps Sauter à l'élastique Voleur d'enfort Au fond des criques J'ai fait la cour à des murennes J'ai fait l'amour J'ai fait le mort T'étais pas né La nuit je mens Je prends des trains à travers la plaine La nuit je mens Je m'endors les mains J'ai dans les bottes des montagnes de questions où subsiste encore ton écho Où subsiste encore ton écho with La Nuit Now, before the song, I spoke to Jeremy Pritchard about his Paris rooftop photography. Francophilers may want to go to his Instagram and follow as the photos are such a lovely way to dream about Paris during this time when we can't travel. In 2020, I was to travel to Paris and the Champagne region with some dear girlfriends. Unfortunately, we weren't able to go right now, but I have them with me today to have a chat. Bienvenue de Lulabelle's Francophiles, Shelley, Natalie and Diana. Bonjour. Bonjour. Now, girlies, we have all been friends since school days and we were so looking forward to travelling together. Have any of you been to France before? Yes, I have. I went in my 20s and did a whirlwind tour of Europe and only saw two days of Paris, so it really was only just the highlights and we did a train trip out to Rennes. Um, which was a beautiful day, but I've only seen snippets and don't have much recollection. So that was one of the places we were going to go when we were traveling because it's in the Champagne Champagne. region. Yes. And there was Michael Portello's train journeys did an episode where he traveled there in English. We call it Reims and in French, they call it Rass. And it's a beautiful place. Apparently I haven't been there, but that is something to look forward to return to. What about you, Natalie? So I've not been to France and I've not obviously been to Paris then, but I probably have in my dreams. <laughs> and Shelley? Yes, I have been. Went for my 30th birthday and spent five days travelling around Paris and Again, like Gianna saw all the highlights, but uh, there's plenty to go back for, so very much mm. looking forward to it. Well, that was what I was going to ask you. We will get to France eventually. What are you most looking forward to when we get there? Um, I really want to see the highlights again and properly with the best tour guide we have in Yulu. <laughs> and um, 
yeah, just to spend 10 days as it was to be would be just fantastic to mm. immerse in it and drink it in, basically. It just can't wait. And just to be with you girls for our 50s, it was to be. Yes. Uh, but anyway, maybe it'll be our 52nd. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Let's hope and pray. I yeah. think that's something that I hear from uh, every single person I've interviewed. They have said that one of the things that they want to do most when they are in Paris or in any region of France is to immerse themselves yeah. and just live that French life, albeit mm. momentarily, because it mm. is such a lovely, it seems such a lovely way to live. Of course, we're there doing it on holidays. It might be completely different if we did it every day. Yeah. I think for, for me, it's the sheer exhilaration of being somewhere different. Mm. But a couple of things, I guess, is the history fascinates me, mm. the civilization from such a long time ago. Mm. So the being able to experience it with those we love I think is the important thing. So being able to do it with you girls. And also I will have those memories for life. So it doesn't really matter what we do. They're all going to be memories. Yes, so and I'm beautiful ones. forward to that. What about you, Shel? Um, I, as I said, managed to see probably the top ten highlights when I was there in the five days I was there. So as much as they were enjoyable, uh, like you say, I want to, I guess, sit down and have a coffee and watch the world go by and be mm. able to this time have the time to do that. But also very much I'd really like to um, experience the rural side. So mm. the trip to the Champagne region was going to be a highlight for me because I only got to do, um, well, I shouldn't say only, but I got to do Paris for five days but didn't really other than uh, one trip out to Giverny to Monet's Garden, which was the absolute highlight for me. I didn't really get to see the rural side of things, so I'm very, very much looking forward to that. So probably that, and as morbid as it may sound, I really want to do the catacombs. I haven't, mm. I didn't do that on the other trip, and it was probably oh. in my top ten to do. Um, but the, the, I find that fascinating, and, and very much looking forward to doing that. The catacombs is somewhere that's very special, and I have been through only once the other time that I went there with my partner Paul it was closed and so we didn't get to go in ah. we instead went and had lunch at Le Dume Go, so you know it was, but then when I went through on my own I just loved it I know it sounds morbid like you say but it's not it's <laughs> no, just it's, beautiful. it's quite exquisite yeah. yeah it's really really beautiful and a very a very important part of that Paris history so when you talk about the rural area too, that's something that I've done a lot of train travel in France, but I haven't been to that Champagne region. So for mm. me, I want to go there. Mm. And also I think to Brittany because that's really very traditional up in that little corner mm. of France. Mm. So that's Beautiful. what I would be looking forward to. So thank you for joining me to chat today, ma belle amie. <laughs> Merci beaucoup for your time. Merci. So c'est tout et c'est la fin aujourd'hui. That is all for another Little Bells Francophiles episode. I hope you're enjoying being transported to France. To be notified when new episodes are released, subscribe on your favourite podcast platform or follow Little Bells Francophiles on Insta. That's where you'll find lots of my personal French photos as well as some of our Little Bells Francophiles guests' pics and we can all daydream of heading back to France together. Au revoir mes amis et à bientôt. À bientôt. À bientôt.